It's time for the Bobby Bones Post Show. Here's your host, Bobby Bones. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Let's talk about our weekends. What is your headline from the weekend, Amy? Uh, Bird feeders can now go back up. So I put mine up. I had taken them down because there was this mysterious bird illness spreading across several states. And I took my feeders down and I missed my baby birds. So now we're back in business. There was actually a question from Wichita about that. Morning, studio. Had a question for Amy with her bird minute. Um, I just wanted to know if we can get an update because we haven't heard one for a while. And also, I am working from home and I sit right by a window and I really want to get one of those... Bird houses that attaches to your windows. I just wanted to know, Amy, have you got one or do you know of any good ones? If you can give me some advice, I appreciate it. Thank you. Love the show. Bye. I have seen some cute little ones on Amazon that just have suction cups that go right up to your window. So I think if you just read the reviews on there, you could find a good one. Mine, mine I just have like on a stand by my window, but I'm so excited. To You're start. back. I'm back. I'm back. My birds are going to, I mean, they probably, huh, I might get a whole new Group of birds. I don't know. The new class. Yeah, because well, my oh, other yeah. ones freshman, maybe moved on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. New freshman. Uh, mine would, played pickleball with another couple. Got really competitive. Caitlin and I won. And then me Good and for you guys. Then, thank you. It was really, it was really hot, too. And then me and the guy were like, let's just play one-on-one then. And Ooh. then we played one-on-one and then beat him, too. Ooh. So that's a pretty good weekend there. And then Eddie and I played the Opry on Saturday night? Saturday night, yeah. And it's pretty awesome. I tried out a lot of new jokes that I had written about being married that I don't know. You don't know until you try them if they're funny or not. And so I walked out. I told one about Caitlin and I talking about what if one of us died. I got a good laugh. Well, can you tell us one of the jokes? No, because yeah. I don't want to put them here because then if you yeah. hear them. Um, You'll already know the punchline. Yeah. Or, okay. If and there's I'm, one and you and didn't and use. Um, well, if I didn't use it, it would. I would tell you if I used one and it was. There were a couple that were okay, mm. that, but still got some laughs, but I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll craft on them a little bit. Okay. But we played that. Raging Idiots played. We, you know, got another Opry appearance in. It was good, huh? That's awesome, man. That would be my headline, playing the Opry. But I got to bring my foster son along, so that was really cool to me. And I feel like as we do this, we've obviously been able to do some really cool stuff, you know, but... I never have included my kids in any of this, so I feel like before we stop getting invited to the Opry, I should probably at some point get all my kids to go. So I've already gotten my 13-year-old, I got my 6-year-old foster son, and now we got two more to go. So I'd love to eventually take them all to go kind of see that experience. I think the coolest thing Freddie's foster son at the Opry was the popcorn and the lemonade. Yes, but... When I asked him, he said the songs were his favorite. Like that, And when I took my 13-year-old, which is what, like two years ago, he said, oh, the best thing is the lemonade. The backstage food is so good. I'm like, what about the music? He's like, eh, that was fine, Dad. I've heard you play. But my foster son is like, no, those songs are great. That Target song and then seeing your grandma naked, so good. <laughs> I'm like, great. That's the song he remembers. They do have backstage at the Opry, one of the top three sweet teas in town. So good. Oh. I love sweet tea. I'm a connoisseur of it. They do have great sweet tea. And I don't do a lot of sugar, but I always break down and give me a glass of the sweet tea. They have great popcorn because it's very salty and buttery. Yeah. They have great sweet tea, and they have pretty good lemonade. Sometimes it, they have those, what are those candy bars that they make here? The not goo, the Goo Goos? Oh, the Goo Clusters. Sometimes they yeah. have them back there, but they didn't have it this time. Oh, do you ever? I don't eat those, so. Do like an Arnold Palmer no. with the tea and the lemonade? <laughs> I don't. Don't, don't do that to the tea. Yeah, why would you disrespect good sweet tea? Yeah. No, sorry. I do like a good old Arnold Palmer, though. Yeah. Eddie, when I was a kid, I had one uncle that would always come and give me $5. And I was like, 
uh, that uncle was so cool. Because I didn't really get to see him a whole lot, but I was like, I knew I would remember him for giving me five. I remember him now. He's not alive anymore, but he gave me, he's my $5 uncle. And so I was like, I want to be Eddie's foster kid's $20 uncle. Wow. And so they were leaving, and I was like, hey, here's $20 for no reason. I was which, like, which I hate when people do this. Wow. Like, wait, this is, yeah. I was only doing Make it. Make me look bad. So he would remember me because I've spent time with him. But the kids, see, and I was like, hey, here's 20 bucks. Mm-hmm. And then Eddie goes, well, there's not enough for everyone. You, I said, well, because well, what happens? I was like, we'll split it up for split, split that twenty. Oh, he's gonna go home and brag. Heck yes, yeah. what happens? He's gonna go home and all the kids will be like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Bobby gave you twenty dollars. Like, where's my twenty? Like, what? So, right. it's but he a helped me. Fight. He helped me memorize some jokes. It was kind of like a paid thing because he helped me memorize jokes. You didn't say that though. Yeah, but you in just my head, said you, you wanted just to be the Uncle money Bobby. I just made that up right guy. now. <laughs> <laughs> but he did help me memorize jokes. <laughs> yes, and so I was like, no, and he's like, you can't, you can't give him twenty bucks. There's not enough for everybody. I was like, we'll split it up. Split it five, 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 five. Yeah. And then I was told that couldn't happen. So I gave, him all, the, I gave him all the money in my wallet. I just gave it. It's just, but, I was like, here, take it all home. What? So do the rest of your kids like me? Do you want to hear the, the, the bad part of the story? Oh, there's a, wait, there's a bad. Yes. Yeah, I gave him all 20 bucks. That's, that's, that's what I had the in my cool wallet. story, right? Okay. What in the? Okay, so, oh man, I didn't want to tell you, but I guess I'd tell Go you. Go ahead. So we're walking out of the Opry. Uh-huh. And I got my guitar, my Raging Idiots jacket, and then you know, my foster son's got popcorn that he's taking to the boys and something else he has in his hand and the money. Like crumpled up. 80 bucks. $80. And he, he's like, ah, I can't carry all this stuff. I'm like, well, put it in your pocket. Put the put the money in your pocket. And he goes, I don't have a pocket. I have, you have these gym shorts. I said, just put it in your shoe then. Like our car's right here. Puts in the shoe. We get to the car. And he's so excited. He gets in the back seat and takes the shoe off. He's like, uh, Daddy, the, the money's not here. I'm like, what do you mean the money's not there? He said, it's not here. I, I I just took my shoes off and it's not here. And I'm like, well, it must be somewhere. Like we 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 just walked from here to there. It's got to be bones. We looked. I looked all over my car. I drove back to the where where we did this little thing in his uh-huh. shoe. We couldn't find the money. Money's gone. Uh-huh. There was this one man leaving behind us. I feel like he took it, but I didn't want to like make a scene. So basically. I lost eighty bucks yeah. for nothing. Yeah, and, and but it, it turned into a, less, a lesson. A You're good, no longer yeah, the a lesson money for guy. Me too. Wait, wait, wait. A yeah, good, good that lesson. Money uncle sucks. Hold on. The lesson, guys. When I got back, because because I had him tell you know his brothers and everything the story just to kind of tell him what happened. But the lesson is, guys, money comes and goes. That's a terrible lesson. So like what? <laughs> Let's check Eddie's wallet. <laughs> No, yeah. well, no, Eddie I, was talking about a dad it. tax when he was leaving. Right, that's what I'm I saying. I'm like, going, hey, there's such thing as a dad tax, which is where you take some of the money. Oh. But that was a joke. That's not. That's not a real thing. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but a good lesson though, right? Like a so, terrible lesson. Oh. Movie Mike's movie podcast. If you guys want to check it out, Mike's breaking down the highest earning actors made for one single movie and then comparing it to their other iconic roles where they made a lot less. For example, Julia Roberts did a movie on Netflix called Leave the World Behind. She made 25 million. Back in 1990, for Pretty Woman, she made 300000 Oh, wow. Well, I've never even heard of this Netflix movie. Do it's I need to watch it? Yeah, it's coming out soon. Is yeah, it it's, good? It's not out yet. Okay. It's coming out yet. So check out Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. I see Carol Baskin sold Joe Exotic's former zoo. There's just so many rules on it. Why, she sold it? Well, she owned it. Oh. Yeah, she got it. Oh, wow. I think the judge gave it to her. Dang. Carol Baskin. Carol Baskin sold Joe Exotic's zoo in Oklahoma under the condition that it cannot be used as a zoo or to house exotic animals for 100 years. The new owners also cannot name anything on the property after Tiger King, tigers, or big cats. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. How do you say exotic in Spanish? Exotico. 
I mean, like, I would find some loophole and be like, welcome to Jose Exotico's Kitty Pal- Palace. I, I would assume it covers translating into exotic. You'd assume, but you don't Sold know. Sold it for $140,000 with all those stipulations. Maybe just the land it was in a good spot that it was worth $140,000. Yeah. But you would think if you were buying that, you were buying that for a reason. To be able to go, this is where they shot. Yeah. Those those like Lion you, Queen. You can't do that. What is that what they call it? Well, you lion can't say Tiger King. King. <laughs> so why <laughs> not go not, Lion that's Queen? That's not a bad little loophole. Huh. You'd have to find some way to do that. What were you gonna say? No, I just saw something where like Mickey Mouse is hundred years public domain. So so it's always crazy because they say like, oh, you can't do this for a hundred years, and that sounds like a long time. But at some point, that's going to end, and it's going to be a war. Music after a hundred years, public domain. Doesn't matter what the song is. Uh, with Mickey Mouse about to be public domain, but not the Mickey we know, Steamboat Willie, Ori- Steamboat Mickey, yeah, Steamboat original Mickey, black and white, the yes. very first one, the one driving the boat. So that version of Mickey is free for everybody to use. Mm. Was it called Steamboat Willie? That for some reason sounds right. Mike to said me. Steamboat Mickey. Mike, will you look that up and see why I said Steamboat Willie? Because there's no Willie in it, unless his name was Willie to begin with. Maybe. Let me Google. Because Steamboat Willie sounds familiar. If you're putting stuff yeah. on my screen, it's frozen. Steamboat Willie is a 1928 American animated short film directed by Walt Disney. There you go. Oh, wow. That's it. Dang. Retention level high today, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, man. Good job. So it's almost time we all get to do our own Steamboat Willie t-shirts without having to pay <laughs> Disney for it. Wow. Mm-hmm. A woman saves herself from an attacker by smearing her dog's poop on his face. Nice. Oh. Got Remember him. the story, too, where the kid got grabbed and they took, like, they had some paint or something, they swiped it on the person's arm? We talked about it. I'm not sure. So that the person could get caught? Yeah. They were, like, getting attacked when they got out, but they had some paint or something, they swiped it on their elbow or something. So they know that that's the person. And they were able to track them down. Oh. It just kind of rem- reminds me of whatever you have and whatever you can use to get out of a situation. A woman was walking her dog on a trail. She saved herself from being kidnapped with poop. She was carrying a bag of the pup's poop when a man approached her and said, can I get some water? He then grabbed her arm and tried to drag her into the woods. She grabbed some of the dog waste and smeared it over his face. Dang. He left but came back with a knife, stole her <gasps> cell phone, and took off. Someone recognized him from the photo about the incident. He's now behind bars. Oh, Crazy he Thank came goodness. back. Yeah. Like he had poop in his face. Thought, okay, let me wipe this off, get a knife, and go <laughs> back for more. No, you smell that forever. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be terrible, huh? <laughs> <laughs> A St. Louis man created a dating app where he's the only guy. It's <laughs> uh, funny. He had 200 responses, and now he has 13 dates lined up. Wow. Here, here's a clip. I, I mean, it's been huge. It's like I think something now in the ballpark of 200 people, like eligible women, have reached out to me. I have something like, I think, like 13 dates on the books right now, and that number is just going to keep growing. So <laughs> put on there, like, you know, I want to put my weight on there, like my tax bracket and stuff and just be like, look, this is what you're getting. <laughs> it's not changing overnight to impress you. Why are you guys giggling? <laughs> uh, this, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Y'all, are you jealous? No, not jealous. Why? You think he's nerdy? Well, he uh, sounds nerdy. He, he sounds like a, Yeah. Okay. What's wrong with that? Eddie, you act like you sound well, like... Uh, excuse me? You act like you sound like I'm, some perfect 10. I'm not bragging about having 13 dates. I mean, it's pretty cool. I, I think mean, he's talking about how he created a site. Yeah, yeah, like he, 
Now he has 13 dates lined up, which is probably more than you ever had lined up, lined up in your whole life. 100%. Ooh. And, and all you're over there hating. And Lunchbox, all our lives. But I expect him, Lunchbox, to hate. I mean, yeah, We're just giggling. That's he it. tricks women into dating him because he creates an app. A dark web, $5,000 murder for hire scammer became an FBI, FBI informant. Dark web's place you go and pretty much, if you can get there, you can find whatever you want. Mostly bad news. Stuff. And how do you get there? I don't know, Mike D. Every time I go to Mike D's house, he's on it. He's in it, doing something crazy. Mike, you've never actually been on it, though, right? But you know how to get there. Sort of. Okay. What does that mean? I don't know. And I don't ask any more questions. In February 2020, the anonymous scammer told the FBI about a $5,000 order saying, quote, I feel that all the targets have been paid, who have been paid for are in danger. Customers that pay to kill someone show they're serious about killing that person. So people were, he was not actually doing it, but he was scamming them, taking their money. But then he's like, well, if they're paying me to do this, they probably really are trying to kill somebody. Yeah. He offered to, pro- to provide target information, payments, evidence, and other information to trace to the customers who had paid the $5,000. And so while he was scamming, he also became an FBI informant. So does he get in trouble? Are they like, hey, bro, you give us that? Hey, we'll look the other way. Just don't do it anymore. It's usually what the informants get, right? Mm-hmm. I got to be an informant about some stuff. What do you know? I don't know. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I know some secrets. Not secrets. You would think I got on my TikTok and was talking about how songs become number one. And I said, hey, listen, to get to the top ten, top seven, it has to be heavily researched. People have to like it. I said, but number one is very political. And I've talked about it on the show. How record labels just go, you take this week and I'll take this week and switch it out. But I wrote on my TikTok a secret you may not know about number one songs. You would have thought I unveiled. It was like the Illuminati unveiling stuff. Wow. Because I've said it on the show many times, but I just wrote a secret you may not know. And they're like, oh, Bobby's exposing the industry. But, you know, when we first moved here and we learned of the secret, mm-hmm. it was very mind-blowing. No, I know, but my point is I've said that on this show. Yeah. And so I've talked about that at least ten times, meaning it's just a different platform. And also it's about how you tag them. I'm telling you, dude, you might have a bunch of different new viewers watching your TikTok that don't even know who you are. For sure, because people are like, my mind's blown. And then someone was like, talk about award shows being rigged. And I was like, well, not rigged, but here's how they work. Record labels can vote in block. Bigger record labels have more influence than smaller record labels. And people are like, oh. Wow, that's crazy. That like, just blew my mind. Yeah, that's crazy, that just blew dude. My mind. They're like, they're going to kill the guy. People were like looking out for me. <laughs> He's exposing the industry. <laughs> they're going to kill the guy. <laughs> And all the stuff I've said on this show many times. <laughs> they haven't killed you yet? <laughs> well, no, I don't feel like it's some big expose that needs to happen. Well, we, we don't know that stuff, though. That's I good don't think stuff. you've ever said that about the, no, the award show. I've never heard that. No, I have. I for sure have. Um, wow. We weren't listening then. You definitely weren't. I talked about... <laughs> well, sometimes I just forget things that you say, mm-hmm. whether it's on air or not on air. Another one was, I talk about why songs get played so often. I'm like, well, if they determine that the average listener of a radio station listens for 40 minutes ah. at a time. We try to cram as many hits in 40 minutes. So we don't expect somebody's listening for two hours at a time. So you you try to cram a lot of those top hits in that second 40 minutes as well. And so you may hear a song all the time over and over and over again. But once it hits number one, label's like done. Next, and they, they want to drop to move to the next one. And so I talk about this stuff on my TikTok now. In country, yeah. In country music. Yeah. So are there still the, the, the big hits that get played later? You know, like, the massive ones will test and they'll put them in between like some of the new if you're gonna play a really new song, you wanna play a song that's massive right after it so people don't go, I don't know all these songs. Okay. But I did all kinds of stuff. Um one's like, do you choose what songs are played? Are you required to play certain songs? And I tell them, if I wanna play a song, I do, but 
we come in, we don't pick the music. I don't want to come in to pick all the music. I have no interest in being a program director. So on my TikTok, I've been just been doing a lot of that. They're going to kill this guy. Well, <laughs> it's really I, funny. I did come on and go, hey, listen, sometimes like magicians, when they give up secrets, they end up missing. Oh. Or dead. And <laughs> if I'm that? missing, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's my latest thing. I've been exposing secrets that I've already exposed on the show like a hundred like times. I like it. So that's over there on the old TikTok. Um, oh, you guys watched The Housewife and the Hustler. Eddie, you watched Lunchbox you watched? Yeah, watched, watched it. it. This is um, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah, Erica um, Jane. There you go. Name. And her yeah. husband. What, what did you think? It's a documentary that you watched. It wasn't Real Housewives. Yes, a yes. documentary. It's an ABC News documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've never watched Desperate Housewives, so I didn't know who nope. she was. Real Housewives. Whatever. Same uh, difference. Don't know who she is. Don't one know. scripted, one isn't. <laughs> well, one is scripted on purpose on ABC. The other <laughs> okay. is... Uh, okay. Quote, don't, unquote, don't know, don't care. Hey, Ray, I see Rod back there. Is he going to be around for like 15 Rod's minutes? Rod's here? <laughs> We're doing the poster. You can be around for five minutes? Yeah. No. We're getting a call. Oh. Well, a call, yeah. What? Call him one minute. Who does? Hold on. Me and Rod. Uh, to each other? <laughs> You're standing right in the same room. Let's just talk right now. Mm-hmm. Is it about me? Yeah. Yeah. Is it bad or good? Usually pretty good. Sometimes bad. You never know. What? <laughs> no, but what's it regarding? <laughs> what's it regarding? Ask me. Uh, it depends on what Scuba tells us. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. So is he going to be around like 15 minutes for me to talk to him? I'll come back. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, the Housewife and the Hustler. Uh, Beauty and the Hustler. Uh, the Housewife and the Hustler. Whatever. Um, it's... <laughs> It's crazy story, crazy story. I felt like um, I was very, I was educated on who all these people were, or whatever. I got really mad at the crime that he committed. Basically, the most powerful lawyer in LA and maybe America. Um, so, I mean, I like the documentary. It was a cool documentary, but man, I just hate that I wasted what two hours of watching this terrible, terrible life that these people are living. Like, it's just terrible. What so they- he, it was a very famous, very rich attorney who would do a lot of pro bono work for people who had plane crash, uh, fire, Victims of, like, tragic. tragedies. He would take yeah. on corporations. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did the, the Julia Roberts movie. Aaron Brockovich. He yeah. was the real, oh, yeah, real right. life yep. guy, Aaron Brockovich. And so, but then all of a sudden the clients wouldn't get the money. He, but, would, he would make these big settlements, like multi-million dollar settlements, and the clients would never get the money because who knows where that money was going. So his wife is one of the real housewives. And on that show, she's talking about how rich they are all the time. Yes. Well, they ended up finding out that he didn't turn over. So now the question is, did she know? Lunchbox, what'd you think? Uh, what did I think? I think that this is what happens with criminals. You can't keep your mouth shut. They're terrible people. Both of them are terrible people. They're the scum of the earth. And I think she absolutely knew what was going on. That is why there was no prenup in the beginning because, hey, if it, it goes down, you're safe and you can go over here and you can have all this stuff and I'll just go and I'll be the one that's in trouble and I'll fake dementia and Alzheimer's. And I think it's awful. I think she absolutely knew she was in on it. And oh, I was just, just hear those people's story about they're already hurt and got injured some way or lost loved ones. And then he just took their money and ran. Disgusting. No, well, the question, the question is, did she know? Yes. Or did she just know he was super rich? Because he definitely would have been super rich from what he was doing. Um, I feel like it would be hard for her not to know. Well, there was money. If she had an LLC, the right. money ended up in there. And she's, but she didn't know. And she's like, "Look, I just didn't have a hand in any of that. I was kept from it." She's swearing. And I do believe that could have happened. Totally. But that, yeah. But I mean, some of the companies he created, he put her on as secretary so he could pay her through that. 
You know what I mean? Get there are other tax reasons to do that, though, too. Not just uh, that you're hiding. I do think it's possible if she's com- like that detached from their finances that she could just kind of do what, like whatever she's told about the money. And the only I reason- believe she knew. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But the arguments. I still don't know. But the ar- the arguments against like lunch's arguments. Rich people do a lot of crazy tax things. All that could be defined okay. as that too. Yeah. Now my question is. The only reason they got in trouble, right? The only reason people started worrying about them is because they went on Real Housewives. That's it. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Criminals, they, they get away with one crime, and then they go to another, and then they can't help but brag. And she goes on there, and she talks about how they have private jets. And that's when everybody was like, wait a minute, what? Hold on. Two private jets. Yeah. Not just uh One for again, locally. he's so rich, that could have happened. But that's what raised everybody's eyes like maybe we need to look into this yeah because i think that what he was doing he should be rich but some people were like but not that that rich rich. and especially if he's paying out the money to the clients but i that makes me wonder if she didn't know but i guess he was featured on some of the episodes as well and but maybe he didn't know all of what she was saying because that's what makes me think maybe she didn't know it all because she would see the risk in going on tv and flaunting all of that i agree listen i don't know for sure Right. I I, if you if you put a bunch of money in front of me and said, "Did she know?" I would think she knew something. But again, the stuff they used in the documentary, it still wasn't convincing that she knew because there are so many weird things rich people do to make sure their money is protected and they don't have to pay taxes and they can keep paying their people if they pay his wife. That's less taxes. A lot of things sure. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are still confused, especially if you watch the show Real Housewives. Yeah. But I still think she probably knew something was up. Like her clip in the of Real Housewives when she's sitting on that mountain and they're like, "Did you know the lawsuits were coming?" She's like, "No." I mean, I was like, "I don't believe you." Like that was terrible acting. Well, they all act on that show anyway. Mm-hmm. They reset that stuff over and over again. Isn't it easy to just marry someone for money and then not care how yes. he makes his money? Yes, and, and he's just, also thirty years older than she is. Like, yeah, I, I feel I like mean, that's she, so easy to she, just be like, "Just give me ten thousand dollars a day, thank you very much." I don't care how oh, yeah. you make it her, or what. When she married him, her life changed. Drastically. Yeah, she was working at a club. Yeah. So, like, her, her um, glam hair makeup was half a million dollars a year, basically. There you go. Wild. She went to do, there was a, a part of the uh, yeah. the documentary where the girl was like, I did a podcast. She came as a guest. There was no cameras. There were no cameras. There was nothing on. She shows up with a full glam squad. I saw that. Like, with her. She was like, she just spent like 10 grand a day. For, but, but th- that is true. If, if you're 30 years younger and you're marrying a multi, multi, multi millionaire, who cares how he makes his money? You, you're probably not asking a lot of questions because you don't have the rights in your mind to ask how you're making that money. Exactly. He made that money before you got there. And they'd be like, why are you asking how I made my money? So I still think she probably knew something was up. I bet she wasn't deep in the weeds with it. But like Lisa Renna, for example, is maybe in some trouble. What? Because, she, well, some of that money went to some of her stuff. Are they friends? She's she, like, invested in something? or uh, They, like, invested some of that money in some of her stuff, and I believe. And her, her lips? Her, well, just her she, lips. She's a, no, her, she has a lip line. But the, that, some of that <laughs> money that they have has in, is crossed into her world. Uh-oh. And not saying that she knew. But well, of course, yeah. Of course not. I mean, yeah, if, they, if you're friends with somebody and you've got something going on and you have no reason to believe that they're shady, mm-hmm. and, you know, then, yeah. Why, you do- it's on Hulu. It's called The Housewife and the Hustler. Huh. Like, do you believe he has Alzheimer's? No. I, I think he's just faking it. But I don't know. It's hard for me to say somebody's faking it when I don't know him. I know, I don't know. Him. I mean, it's crazy but how it's all of a sudden he has it. the timing of yes. him getting dementia is suspect, but I can't question somebody who says they're sick. Mm-hmm. But the timing is definitely suspect. Uh, nurses are in high demand, so if you're thinking about a career right now, nursing is for you. A shout out to nurses out there because I do not have the nads that you guys have. 
I have friends that are nurses and they deal with my cousin, a nurse caught someone falling because she worked in like the geriatric, like old folks part, caught her, tore a rotator cuff. Oh, Can't wow. work. Whoa. On the, mm-hmm, cause she caught an old person. Your cousin, the one we know? Mm-hmm. Wow. Struggling right now. Dang. So, but nurses are in high demand, but it's, I mean, that's tough. I know it's so. I yeah. That's tough. Good I for you guys. The, we uh, need you. I'm glad mm-hmm. you exist. I couldn't do it. You're a lot stronger than I am. You can live in a real castle. Is, oh, is Scoob on that call still? Because I have him. It's okay. Don't worry about him. Let him be on the call. I was gonna bring up the story where Scuba Steve used to be a home inspector. Did you guys know that? What? No. You guys live ten lives. <laughs> Home inspector for like when you're trying to buy real, like sell yeah, a house. That's what yeah. those guys do. Oh my god. So now, we'll come back we, to it. Maybe can, tomorrow on the post show. Okay. Can he just come check out our houses for us so we can know what's up? Listen, my home inspector, I did a sucky job. I feel because we have so many issues. We knew some of them were there, but they're in this new stuff that we're like, we were never even told about this. Our roof, we had a whole issue with our roof. Ugh, terrible. Um, good or gross? There's a new Mountain Dew. Lunchbox, tell us about. This new Mountain Dew. Uh, it's flaming hot Mountain Dew. It comes out tomorrow. You can buy it, and it just they they combine the flaming hot Cheetos with Mountain Dew, and they put it in a drink. Yeah, it's like like is that good or gross? Gross. I don't want to drink hot. Like, I love Mountain Dew. I would want to eat a flaming hot Cheeto and then you know throw back some Mountain Dew after like refreshing, but I don't want to drink it. The company says it's a combination of the signature Mountain Dew citrus flavor with the heat of flaming hot Cheetos, a limited time offering. August 31st, that's tomorrow. And if you're a real fan of Mountain Dew, you can also get some threads and other merch, they say. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, oh. That's that, weird because when something's hot, the first thing you want, like Amy says, like something to drink. But also, but that's hot. Not, if it's hot, I don't want a heavy carbonated thing because that also feels hot. Oh. I like water, I don't like milk. I don't like to drink a Coke if something's really hot because oh, that also dude. burns going down. Flaming yeah. hot Cheetos with a Coca-Cola? Yes. Get out of I here. I know. Like so a Diet good. Coke? I'm not saying it's the smartest thing. I see your point, like the hot and hot feeling, but still. Yeah, but you think that carbonated is like spicy, right? Like, it is. It's hot. It's like, well, it's not. It's bubbles. I love Tingles. carbonation. I know, but you think it's I love Coke. spice. But it can burn. You know that feeling of like burn. Different kind of burn. Okay. Amy, what happened with the air filter at your house? Well... I realized I'd never changed them out. Done that. So we had, speaking of someone coming to your house to check out what's wrong, there was no, like my room was always so warm and the rest of the house was not. And I'm like, what? what is happening with the flow? So I had to pay to have the air and heat people come out to the house, which is always pricey just to have them even come. And they're like, um, ma'am, you have these things called air filters and you're supposed to change them out. And the ones in my room, they haven't been changed in like, uh, you over I've lived there for a year. Kind of forgot about those, I guess. So for sure, over a year, and that was causing the the it was blocking the air. So I paid money for someone to come to my house and tell me to be a responsible adult. I relate not so much in the air filter way, but in the way of I've done that. But like lint in the dryer. Yes. Oh man. Sometimes I just forget, and then you pull it up, and it's like a jack in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and it all comes yeah. out of the top. Or I have an electric razor, mm-hmm. and I was like, it just doesn't work like it used to. And I, and I was like, oh, I should pop this off. And I popped off the top, and Got like hair, no, Ugh. hair. Oh. Hair like exploded, boom, all in the room because I didn't clean it out. That's gross. Mm. It's disgusting. <laughs> so I don't relate on the air filter front, mm-hmm. but I do get it because there's stupid things I forget yeah. about too all the time. Uh, okay, I think that's, that's going to be it for now. 
Oh, well. What? Ray, how long has this one been? 28 minutes. Oh, that's pretty good. What, Amy? I was just going to say, we could just remind people about Pimp and Joy and Hurricane Ida. and We don't know the exact needs yet, but we do have some Pimp and Joy up and available, and all proceeds are going to be going to whatever those needs are as they arise. That is true. Oh. Well, what we mean by we don't know yet is we don't know what they need. Yeah. Like it literally hit yesterday and last night. So mm-hmm. sure, they'll eventually go, hey, we need water, we need whatever, and that's where we'll come into to play. So if you've been thinking about getting something that's any of the Pimp and Joy stuff, if you go to bobbybones.com, we don't keep any of that money. So that's what we'll, we will direct it. Yeah. I mean, as and we just I, we have so many listeners there. I know there's needs all over, but this is just one way where we can rally together and and support people and spread joy, and that's what Pimp and Joy is all about. So bobbybones.com to get that. All right, that's all we're. Is that a Nico Moon shirt? Me? Yeah, yeah, good times. But is that from him? I think I just gotta buy it. Where'd you get that shirt? Uh, he gave it to me, man. Oh, he did. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just a shirt that said "Good Time" and you wore it because no, no, Nico no. Moon was my there. Nico Moon right here. Good time. All right. You like it? It's cool, right? I like Nico Moon a lot. I just didn't know if it like Jimmy Walker. Dynamite. Yeah, that's Good Times. Yeah, Good Times the show. I know what time. it is. I saw Jimmy Walker doing like a commercial for. Uh, like old people? I know, and he looks real, real old. But he, he is really but he, old. But he still goes, Dynamite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that show. All right, you guys have a great day. Hope you like the post show. Goodbye, friends.